many times I might have gone past the correct exit and got off on the <laughs> dirt road. Please, <laughs> so to speak. Please insert fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought about it. I was like, well, fuck, did I? This might be cut out. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the Metal Nerdery. It is the Billiam. The Russell. The Russell and the Wheeler. Am I the Russell? You are the Russell. Wheeler. I feel like I need something more enhanced than the Wheeler, but the Wheeler is nice because the Squealer plays in very lovely. I'm a big fan of that. Thank you. Lovely-ish. Production notes. Excellent production notes. Indeed. What's on the docket there? Um... I was trying to think of who's it going to be today. Who's his fucking name? I don't know. Hello, y'all. This is Archie. I don't know what the fuck his name is, but it's like Billiam's trying to talk to the guy across the table. It's like, no, it's not Russell, mate. It's the other guy. He's been here from day fucking one. Do you remember? It wasn't back in September. It was last June, mate. It was here. It was fucking Wheeler. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Oi, what are you talking about today, lads? I think we're uh, jumping into a little bit of a Pantera episode here. Yes. And we're going far beyond the normal. Far beyond the driven. Goddamn. Goddamn number one Pantera album ever. This is Philip H. and Smell Mo. I think we got to start with the album cover first. That's fucking. He's got a drill going into his freaking. Oh, no, no. By the way, there's another album cover that was the more, it was the one the band wanted, and I think it got kind of kiboshed. Yeah. It was the drill, but it was going in another place. Oh, Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. It was going in someone's butthole, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. It sure was. It wasn't going in their head, Mm. but you know what? Atco didn't want to do that because they thought that was kind of satanic and evil, so they said, no, fuck y'all. We're not doing that. Sounds like a Tuesday in my house. Hey, y'all, this is Selma May. (laughs) We we don't appreciate that kind of stuff. I mean, Pantera is fucking awesome and hail to Pantera, but... You know, it's like a drill of the butthole is different than a drill in the face. I'm just saying, y'all. Well, to some. Well, one's violent and one's pleasurable. That depends. <laughs> it's pleasurable when it goes right into that pineal gland, that third eye right between your eyes. Oh, yeah, this came, it's weird. This came out in spring, actually like the day before spring, I think, March 22nd, 1994, so spring-ish. Ish. And it's kind of got a fall vibe to it, to me, which is weird, because usually for me, like when an album comes out, it's like, if an album comes out in the spring, that's a fucking spring record. Uh, unless it's typo negative. Well, like Sabbath. <laughs> all their shit was fall. Yeah. Well, yeah, type, typo, all the typo shit is fall for sure. Yeah. But it's like. That's my October band, by the but, way. But yeah. to me, it's like okay. Sabbath. Sabbath is fall. Sabbath is October. When this yep. comes out, this will be a fucking Sabbath episode for sure. But this. This album, Far Beyond Driven, has got like a fall vibe to it. Does it not? It's not springy. No. no. But yeah. do you not agree that it's got kind of a fall sort of I would, yeah. Yeah. vibe to I'm it? I'm not going to disagree with I just listened to it the other day, and it was... I listened to it on the way over here, and it was awesome. Oh, man. Well... It was fucking awesome. Do you remember... Uh, here's the mentality we had back then, back in the early 90s. It was like... 94... 
Cowboys from Hell came out, we're just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, that was quality. All right. And then we hear they're in the studio. We already saw the show. We went to the show. It was amazing. They right? were playing shit from the studio yeah. live. But when, just like we did with other bands, but you're like, what are they going to do next? Yeah. You can't get any fucking heavier than that. And then Vulgar comes out yeah. and they're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down, son. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Vulgar this shit. was the game changer. I think Vulgar was kind of almost like the puppets of, I want to almost call Pantera like the new age of thrash. Because it's, it's, we talked Vulgar about, was like the next level. We yeah. talked about that with Adam. We were like, yeah. all right, Cowboys, sure. Okay. And then Vulgar. Okay. What Holy the shit. Fuck? You can't get heavier than Vulgar. That, okay. Far Beyond Driven. Right. That's my point. You like, can't get heavier than Far Beyond Driven. Okay. Great Southern Country. <laughs> they, I know. They kept, it was like they kept out puppeting puppets yeah, every time. Yeah. We'll see what happened was, hey, y'all, this laws. Every What happened was every time Pants Hero put out a fucking album, it would be fucking, it'd be fucking awesome as hell. It was like they would overdo themselves every time. It's like stop they would let it, it stop ring it, out. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Hashtag metal nerdery ASMR. <laughs> Coming up next. That's not what kiss. it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's going to play some kiss. Bill's getting uh, turned on by that. Uh, <laughs> why's his dick out? <laughs> okay, now we've deviated from the uh, So, anyway, back to the point Bill made for Welcome me. To the it was like. The Dom session of the show. After Vulgar, you're sitting there going what can they do they next? kept out doing themselves every fucking time that's right. the thing they kept raising the bar every time it was almost like they were kind of hanging a bird like Haha, fuck you we're gonna make yeah. it even heavier and most bands that do that they did they don't do it like this right they fucking but did it's yeah. like like they go above and beyond and it's just not it usually it doesn't just, work it's not as good right. you know there's something every weird about it this, time these guys man every fuck. goddamn time they put out a fucking record and literally, it was beyond the last. And it was like, if they put out something beyond Rayman and Steel, Rayman and Steel, reinvented the If they put out something beyond that, working it out would for be you. even beyond that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's like they kept doing that. Every album, they would outdo each each album before it. It was like, yeah. holy shit, what's Pantera going to do next? And you know, I mean, honestly, we know our personalities. If we would have came out with yes. these wonderful albums, we would have been sitting in the studio going, how can we make this shit fucking heavier? You know? And that was their mentality. But and that is what makes it so beautiful. But and you so remember blessed. back in the day, like writing riffs and stuff, when you would come up with a riff that was just like, dude, that's fucking heavy as balls. You got to yeah. play that riff. And you get like a boner when you play that riff because right. it was so fucking heavy. Uh, Gross. That's probably what they did. And like Don would wake up before coffee and crank out riffs like that. And then yeah. Phil He'd would sit just, on the toilet with his guitar. Yeah. And, and then like, Phil would immediately like, like hear the riff and get the Phil face and it'd yeah. be like, you know, got some goddamn lyrics coming. Well, and it'd just and, be and like it probably magic. helped the fact that Phil's beautiful singing voice wasn't so beautiful anymore. It got a little bit rougher and yeah. gruffer and yep. heavier and so it just kind of all made worked. it even more beautiful, though. It worked out it was. for him. Yeah, man, that was gold. That was golden. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, so today we're going to do a dive on yes. Far Beyond Driven Pantera's. Well, this would be their sixth or seventh studio. Yeah, because they had some old shit before Cowboys. They had, I think they had the 
what power we, metal, we Pantera, modern Pantera fans would consider their third studio offering is actually their sixth or seventh. I am the knight. Seven. seven. Yeah, it's their seventh studio offering. Projects but, in the jungle. Uh, can we say magic. it's the thrash metal band Pantera's third offering? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thrash metal Pantera started from Cowboys yeah. Hill. Power metal. I think power metal was like their their trans album. Look, it had a <laughs> <laughs> it had its place. I mean, it had a place yeah. in music history, and That's I dig shitty, it and I respect it. Because power metal's got it's got some quality. Oh, you listen to fucking guitar on those first three or four albums. It was amazing. Dimebag was shredding. I mean, but power metal had to happen before cowboys could happen because right. cowboys was definitely a heavier fucking version I think power they, metal for sure power know. metal though you could hear the transition from like projects in the jungle and i am the night oh my god i am the night so yeah, this shit came out basically first day of spring march 22nd 1994 fastest selling album ever. went to number one god damn on the billboard 200 that's that's fucking phenomenal for, for a it. fucking extreme <laughs> metal band for yeah. a thrash band basically that's what pantera was or basically a thrash band and you got to remember, we didn't just celebrate the Pantera here in the U.S. They played in Moscow in front of You guys, if you haven't millions. checked it out yet, you need to go look at those Moscow videos of them playing Primal Concrete Sledge and Domination, because that shit is fuck. It'll blow your fucking mind. It will absolutely blow your mind. Go watch it. Oh, you know, just sitting here knowing that I'm about to listen to this album makes yeah. me so fucking happy. I'm just like, I'm antsy. Okay. Kind Thank, of like, thanks to the Wikipedia. We have to give them the shout out. Y'all send them a few bucks. The artwork. There's there's a note here about the artwork. It says the original album cover shows a drill going into someone's anus, but the record label rejected it, worrying it would harm sales. Would be rejected by stores like Walmart been, and Target. It probably would have sold more, just because. So the band then changed it to drill put in the front, changed yeah, it to a drill put in the frontal lobe of a human skull. Walmart and Target would likely not put it on the shelves. You know? Yeah, I would or put just, a just put for, a bag over it. Or I would do yeah. it. I would do it. Be like, buy it, motherfucker. Just buy it. But we know how humans are. You buy the shit that you're not supposed to see. That's right. That's why <laughs> That's why I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Tipper Gore and the PMRC in the 80s for all those parental advisory stickers. Sold because guess so what, many Tipper? More records. You made all those bands fucking <laughs> famous, and we thank you for it. God bless you. Two Live Crew, I guarantee you right now, as they're out there playing golf and fucking stuff. That's right. Florida. And they have <laughs> they you are thank for trying Tipper to control Gore everybody. For trying so to fuck control. you and yeah. thank you. Yeah. And good night. And we're moving on. Right, Sorry, let's I get got back, a to the passionate. back to the metal. Back like, to the metal. Looks like they had uh, f- four singles on this one. The Planet Caravan. Did y'all ever see the video? Yeah. That shit. Yeah, I saw that time. on acid one time. Yeah. It was glorious. <laughs> Isn't everything? It, it, yes. Also, yes. But yes, it was fucking. You ever glorious. seen Planet Caravan? On weed. <laughs> <laughs> Not on weed, but on acid. A I lot of muscle. Yeah, I'm broken. I remember when I'm broken came out because I think that was back in the day when they used to release singles before the album was released. Yeah, it was. Uh, and and y'all remember? Y'all will fucking remember this, I'm sure, because when Vulgar came out. When Vulgar came out, Pantera exploded because Cowboys was huge. They came to Atlanta, I think, three or four times, maybe five times on the on the Cowboys tour. Yeah. And then on the Vulgar tour, they came probably even more than that. They were they they exploded with with Vulgar. 
So by the time they got to this, it was just like, what the fuck are they going to do, man? I know it's going to be awesome. Fucking do it. But what the fuck are they going to do? And that's exactly what it was. It was like, what the fuck are they going to do? And when the video for Unbroken came out, it was before the album Far Beyond Driven came out. And I remember, I think we were at, we were at Hodge's house. We were watching fucking The Ball, and they, they had that video, and it was like, fuck! For real. Wow. You remember? I mean, it was yeah. kind of that style. And it was like, when you get the album, it was just like, holy fucking shit. You just couldn't deny it. Yep, yep. Looks like at the time of its release, Phil ruptured discs in his back. Probably from singing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more the stage diving off the towers of amplifiers. I'm telling and you, such. the way that dude sang, I'm surprised he didn't injure himself because well, he was that extreme. Type of guttural freaking scream hurts. He's you got, know, Bill knows. He's yeah. got a. We almost we almost ought to pull it up anymore. at some point before we even get into the dive just for fun. There's a. Uh, <laughs> There's a fucking somewhere on YouTube. There's there's a comedian. I forget his name at the moment, probably because I'm fucked up. But there's a comedian that did a thing. It was like a metal grasshopper. But it was Phil telling this dude like the different styles of like metal singing, and one of them was like death metal, and one of them was like black scream. But it's funny as shit. We'll have to find it and post the link or something. But it's it's quality. Yes, it's, right. it's funny as shit. Yeah. But it's totally, it's totally apropos. Well, it looks like the song I'm Broken is about his pain. God, oh, yeah. Well, I think this was kind of when, like, Hard Lines and Sunken Cheeks, I think this is when he started kind of skirting with the little the little smack a little bit. Uh, really? Well, yeah, he's, he's really? with the painkillers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this yeah, was yeah, when yeah. he started getting needleized, so this yeah. is when it yeah. changed. And you can hear yeah. it in the vocals, because the vocals are, they're Pantera, they're Phil, it's fucking extreme. So if you get a weak stomach, you might want to, as Lars would say, yo, look, as I would say back in the garage days, days, I would say, you know, turn it off now. <laughs> I wish Bill would pour some more liquor. It would be awesome. So what really happened was, you know, Pantera was, was like our replacement in the 90s because we got all like, you know, like, like, you know, like we sold out and stuff. It's like we became like a, you know, a rock band instead of a metal band, you know, because it's like, you know, it's like. We reached a point, you know, where it's like, you know, we wanted to do like, you know, we play Wacken, but it was like, you know, Wacken didn't really want us. Anyway, let's talk about Pantera because they're fucking, they're the future of metal. Thanks, Lars. That was a lot. Anyway, anyway I noticed there's four beer cans on this table, one of which is almost empty. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I'm going to bring it up one more time and I'm going to ask you both. 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 The next time they play, come with me. Uh, the Pantera, excuse okay. me, the fucking Pantera cover band. Yeah, yeah. Is that the full name, official name? Can we hashtag the, that? No, that's the name of their band. It's the fucking Pantera cover band? The fucking Pantera I'm cover band. I'm with that. That's fucking awesome. They closed I down a love bar it. up in uh, Gainesville. So a friend of ours owned a bar called the Mule Camp Tavern. He recently closed it. They're going to turn the area into a parking garage, so... Anyway, he opened up a ramen place down the road. Yeah, it was a cool place if you wanted to see metal anywhere in this area because Ronnie was a metal fan, or is Hell. a metal fan, excuse me. Um, and he you know, he, yet, so well, he, he would have yeah, he would have the your normal local cover bands come in and play who brought good crowds and that kind of thing. But he would also get he there was these guys up out of North Carolina, they would do a big four show. 
And a few of the guys would play the whole time. It was like they would mix in different guys, but they would do Anthrax, Megadeth, Metallica, So they'd mix Slayer. up songs. Yeah. They wouldn't just... No, they would do each band. Oh, okay. So you would have an Anthrax show, a Slayer show, Megadeth show, Oh, and a shit. Show. Really? So but they would do But a few of the guys, of like the drummer maybe, would play the entire night. And there would be one guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that'd be fucking cool. That'd be, that'd be dope. I'd like it was a that. really good show. But so... That place doesn't exist anymore, but their last night open, they had uh, the fucking Pantera cover band. And I've been, I sent you guys a video. You sent us yeah. the invite. Yeah, I think we were going to uh, go. They're and we, so good. I mean, they happened. play uh, every year. They do the Ride for Dime. What happened? Yeah. And they're the Pantera band. And, you know, when, when they do the Ride for Dime or any of the Pantera fundraisers and stuff like that, they're the band that gets hired to play. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, I mean, That's cool. Hail. Hail. Fucking like them when those you guys. Go find yeah. those guys on yeah. the interwebs. And yeah. And a quick, quick plug for my friends, uh, Joe Herman, Paul Herman, the brothers. is cool because uh, That's a cool the drummer, name, Joe Herman, and the lead guitar player, Paul Herman, they're brothers, just like Dimebag. And, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, That's a Vinny. cool fucking name, though. The fucking Pantera cover band. It's yeah. like the only way they could have made that better. Not, not that I'm. You know, because I feel like every time you say this, that God flicks like cancer buggers at you. But it's like <laughs> the only way they could have done it better would have been if they just said it was the goddamn Pantera cover band. Yeah. But again, every time they get announced, it's like cancer buggers. God's like, go ahead, motherfucker. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, you, I mean, fuck off. Yeah, come Keep on. Keep doing it, dickhead. I mean, that can't be part of his plan. Whoa. But, it, but I mean, I'm like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> keep going. Flick boogers at you. <laughs> but I mean, but he flicks, an, he flicks yeah. enough cancer boogers and they turn into a tumor. So it's like don't don't fucking say that. So it's like, but it's like in the in the context of Pantera, Phil's doing it from a good place because he's promoting metal, and I think God listens to Slayer and Pantera. So hail to the best goddamn metal band ever. So Rolling Stone put it on number thirty nine of one hundred greatest metal albums. That's what I know, right? I would definitely agree. I would think it probably needs to be higher in the list, but I, I think, think probably top twenty. Don't y'all think? It, I mean, Ooh. well, okay. Look, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, so y'all shut up. Y'all shut up. Wait a minute. No, to be fair, Probably, every yeah. fucking Pantera album needs to be in the top 20 somewhere. So Top 25 for sure. Right. So yeah. that's automatically reserved. And that's what? One, two, three, four. Let's see. We got Cowboys, Vulgar, This, Trenkill, Steel, even the live one. That's six. So that's six of the top 25. So Of the all time? All time. Wow, that's. Metal? I think that's reasonable. Metal thrash or metal? All, if you're going to say metal, because you got to include Black Sabbath. You got to include. But I feel Exodus, like Exodus, Testament, Slayer, Slayer Metallica. Metallica. But don't you feel like? Don't you feel don't like? Don't you feel like? Well, well what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, Iron Maiden. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Thank you. I mean, don't you feel like though that Pantera? Okay, here's my thing, and y'all. Look, listen I to love listen, fucking shut up, Pantera. listen to me, listen to me. All right, all right. I feel like Pantera is our generation's Zeppelin. Oh, come on. Would you agree? I love them to death, but now they're not Zeppelin, but in terms of thrash, would you not agree? Because mm, no. I kind of feel like they had that Again, whole two, they had that whole decade from nineteen ninety to two thousand. Testament. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about that decade. And forbidden. But that fucking decade. For the nineties? 
for the 90s. Pantera was the fucking metal band of the 90s. Absolutely. Yeah, they ruled the 90s yeah, for they sure. did. They I were the Metallica of the 90s. I agree with yeah. that 100%. Yeah, they if were Metallica the was the Metallica of the 80s. We'll see what happens with Metallica think, was the Metallica of the 80s. I don't think they can have six of the top 25. No, no, no. But if, if Pantera was the Metallica time. of the 90s, yeah. I think that's totally reasonable. No. Not even. Those six if albums? You, if you want to talk about the 90s alone, yeah. yes. Yeah, just the 90s. But not all-time metal. Okay, that's reasonable. All right. That's reasonable. Okay. But I do I do feel like they dominated fucking... Sabbath had the 70s, Metallica had the 80s, Pantera had the fucking 90s. Right. I think yeah. that's fair. Right. Yeah, so fair. from 1990 yeah. to 2000, absolutely, or 2003 or four or whatever, I'll agree with that 100%. But yeah. all-time metal, no, they can't have six spots. I, okay, that's fair. But definitely, they own the fucking 90s. The 90s were oh, their bitch. Yeah. No fucking Nobody metal. even got close. Maybe Corn no. got a little not bit close. Even, but, yeah. Not even close. Yeah. They didn't even get close. I mean, Pantera oh. owned the fucking 90s. Yeah. Because everything they put out, every fucking album after album, it was almost like you'd be afraid to hit play because you knew the laugh reflex was coming. And it was kind of like, oh, fuck, how awesome is it going to be? And you'd hit play. And it was just like, oh, shit, they outdid the one last time. Right. And they did it every fucking time. Right. To to a mind-blowingly precision degree. It was like, how do you guys do that? Y'all are awesome. For me, I don't think reinventing topped Dream Kill. It was different. I liked it for different reasons. It was more for mainstream. Me, yeah. I like Trinkill because Trinkill was more extreme. Trinkill was about as extreme fuck as you, yeah. Pantera, yeah. as it could be. I mean, that was yeah. like full, that was no thumb, full middle finger, all the way up, elevating to the sky. So fucking badass. Yes. Yeah. But something about reinventing the steel was just something about, and they're doing a re release of that. It's, it's coming out later this month, next month. I agree. But it's, Something about that one, it it kind of it's sort of like it's sort of like what we were talking about with with Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and Black Sabbath, or even Sabotage. It's like it blends all of those Pantera elements together, yeah, and it brings it to one. Reinventing the Steel, which we'll definitely need to do a dive on for sure, fucking has all those qualities, and it's like it's all baked into one. All of them. It's like it's like the stew. It's cowboys, yeah. vulgar, driven. Trinkill and that all fucking together. It's like one that's, big lovely Pantera soup. That's kind of what this one is. Up to that point. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. I would agree. So. I got to frost really hard. Could you put on some frost to like as an intermission while I go frost? No, we can't put on any. And then we can get into the tracks? Well, then that would give someone to listen. Ah, that's a good point. If they want to take like the phone to the bathroom and they can listen to some Celtic frost. Bill and I will take calls while you go. Do that. Oh, look, the Japanese version had the badge. Yeah. That was from uh, the movie. Do you think uh, we should pull that up just for funsies? He died. A Bruce Lee's son, The Crow. Oh, yeah. The badge was yeah. in The Crow. I'll tell that you was what, a good Lee. song, too. Here, here, yeah. Here's Brandon, here's the thing. Brandon. What Brandon happened? Lee, yeah. Could you pull that up real quick and I can hear like a few seconds of that and I'll go frost while that plays? God damn it. I know I'm Producer. needy. I know it seems needy. Todd being the talent. Matt's, atti- Matt's attitude is like, produce, producer. <laughs> it's a fucking producer. Produce. Stephen Walking. Chris Walking. Stephen who? <laughs> Stephen Walking? No, dumb motherfucker. It's not. Just play fucking Actually, you Indiana know what? Jones Stephen Walking. That's brilliant. It's Stephen Hawking and Christopher Walken together. I don't know what you are. Together. 
Didn't he use one of his little... Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're pulling up the badge. It's a Poison Idea is the name of the band. This is like the bonus, the Japanese edition bonus track. It was Yeah, but it was in the movie. The you Crow. lovely folks in Japan, you guys get all the cool fucking bonus tracks, and we here in the States don't get shit. And we which, just get shit on. We just, just suck. So yeah. you get the bonus of listening to this, which, by the way, thank you to our Japanese folks. I will tell Japanese you, fans, uh, listeners. if you don't own the Crow soundtrack, go buy it. It is a good it's one. It's a really good soundtrack. Really? Is it's it mostly metal? Yeah. It's got rage. I always supported metal soundtracks back Stone in the Temple day. Pilots, Jesus and the Mary yeah, Chain. Yeah. Oh, shit. Rollins? Helmet? Yeah. Pan- oh, Pantera, Durr. What yeah. doing that? Violent Films <laughs> was a good song. Helmet. Nails. Helmet. Yeah. Helmet's quality. We've done some helmet. We need to do some more helmet, by the way. I've been having a kind of a Betty fit. Oh, Betty's really? fucking badass. So I'm thinking I'll dive if you're good. I right like on. Betty. Betty's coming. It's got the Has cure. Actually, the cure song on there is pretty good. Milk My toast. wife's a big cure fan, so. Well, you know, we're never going to do that on the show. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if we do, we got to bring in. Sorry. If we do, we got to bring in um, Crone. Wasn't he a big cure guy? Yes. He the high my thigh. High my thigh. We cannot, we cannot do that shit on this show. If yeah. we're doing that, we're playing like fucking death metal, thrash, <laughs> stoner fucking covers of The Cure. Otherwise, fuck that. We're not doing the goddamn Cure of Metal Nerdery. Actually, we're we not. Can, we can Boy, work out. We're not fucking doing that, Mike. We can it's work, fucking trash. We can Shut work up, out Russell. a deal. We're all wearing G-strings. Uh, don't let your fucking wife influence you, mate. We're not fucking talking about the cure on this fucking metal show. Shut up, Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. That's fucking punk. Kind of. Definitely, yeah. Punk. So weird to hear fucking Dimebag play this
zapatos. Where you at? Now you got the little one barking too. Oh, you got the Sorry. See? Sorry, I had to go frost. Normally we would play a Celtic Frost song during the frosting, but since we thought the bonus like, track would be cool. The badge? Yeah. yeah the badge is quality. Yeah. And Very I, punk. It yeah. isn't, isn't it? It's yeah. got that vibe to it. And even the solo, and it was, he was holding back like crazy. It was oh. almost like a Chuck Berry kind of. <laughs> uh, the thing I dig about, and I think you guys will agree with this, because I think. Like, Pantera could have done the Metallica route. Like, they could have easily, and they did back in the day. They would do some covers, but it's like they could easily have done, like, a Garage Days thing. And they could have picked fucking bands they liked, and they would sound like Pantera. Right. Just like Metallica picked all those Nuovan bands, and it sounded like fucking Metallica, Pantera would do the same. If they wanted to do it, right. Pantera would do the same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, shall we get into the, the trackuses? I think it's time to dive. I think it's time to Let's dive. Dive in, boys. We need like a we need like a submarine noise. <laughs> that wasn't it. You know, at, at, at the risk of going off topic and not to well, what happened, it's related to uh, submarines. So I started thinking about this today. I know this sounds maybe a little vulgar, but you know what? The FCC is not monitoring this, monitoring this, so I don't really care. But I started wondering go. today when I was younger, all the times that I went down on a young lady. <laughs> many times I might have gone past the correct exit and got off on the <laughs> dirt road, please, <laughs> so to speak. Please insert fucking tickets. <laughs> but I thought about it. I was like, well, fuck, did I? This might be cut out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Silence on the set. It's the CBD. I, th- I think you need some more water. I don't know where it went through. Yeah, I got some water right here. Right, good. Sorry. We're Drink it. Deep in. Right. right on. <laughs> Russell's like, what the fuck is he talking about, mate? Oh, I knew where you were he going. lost his goddamn mind, didn't he? All right, strength beyond motherfucking strength. Intro. First track. Let me get that fucking dog. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, turn it back up. Right here. That is a fucking blessing. 
figure, man. That venom. Like spitting fucking venom. Like he was not fucking around. Talk about an opening track. Holy shit. That was, yeah. you know, all the Panther, every Panther opening track, to me, because me and Adam used to talk about this, every time they come out with an album, it was like the opening track was kind of the gauge. And, and like any good opener... It would blow your mind. And every time with Pantera, it was like the laugh factor. It was like, holy shit, how fucking killer is the groove going to be? How killer is the fucking riffs going to be? And every time they would raise the bar, it was just like, holy shit, what are they going to do next? Right. And they never, they never disappointed, ever. Even Mm. the fucking live album. Yeah. The fucking live album was was the same. The live album was the fifth (laughs) album. It was the same fucking way. It was just like, holy shit. And they opened with New Level, and it was just like, goddamn badass. But every time they would raise the bar, so Strength Beyond Strength is easily killer openers. Oh, that, yeah. That'll be volume two of that it's episode, for sure. Why you just right. Right, yeah, right out of right the in the face, yeah. man. It's like no, yeah. no warning, no nothing. Yeah. It's like pop right in the face. Yeah. Wake up, motherfucker. There it is. Yeah. Oh, coming. I love this track. When they did the they did a reissue a remastered version I think of this later and they included piss on it they mixed out that little bassy part on this really like right before the chorus yeah but I think this still has it turn it up just a little bit please Billy Fucking dime can always do anything. Right. 
including burp, while playing a solo and probably playing a fucking heavy riff and singing all at the same time. Because he can fucking do that. Because he's fucking dime. Pretty rad. Word. Becoming is... I think Becoming is one of my favorite tracks on the album. And, of course, the next track is the... I think one of the first videos for the album. Other than the Unbroken, which is the next track. But he's looking at the recorder. No. Five minutes alone. Holy shit, balls. Five minutes yeah. alone. Give mm-hmm. Archie five minutes alone with me, chap. Come on. There's a story right here. Yeah. <laughs> According to Phil, I guess Phil got a, a, a sad uh, awakening of how shitty people really can be. People, everybody listening, everybody in the sound of my voice, please take this advice. Don't be shitty people. Be better people. Yes. Be positive people. Somebody Hashtag being, don't be an asshole. Somebody was being an asshole at a show and he... Yeah. That's where I came up with this one. <laughs> there are always gold... This is according to Phil. There are, always, there are always gold diggers out there. The way I remember, it was there was this kid that swore that I jumped off the stage and beat him up. Well, that was bullshit. That did not happen at all. All right. I know that doesn't sound like... Yeah, what did you become, <laughs> Duck Dynasty? Seriously. <laughs> No, but apparently I guess some bullshit happened, and apparently someone ch- someone wanted to, this kid's dad wanted to talk to Phil, and said he wanted five minutes alone with Phil. It's like Phil's a boxing enthusiast. I don't think he want fucking five minutes alone. <laughs> and the with road manager's like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> it's like, have you listened to Pantera's lyrics? Hashtag read those lyrics, motherfucker. He's not just talking shit. You don't want to mess with <laughs> Philip H. Anselmo. I don't think. Five minutes alone. Far beyond driven. Go fucking buy it right now. I dare you. The sound of this album is just ridiculous. I mean, that, sonically, yeah, it just I the mean, vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's completely different than Vulgar, which was completely different than Cowboys. Cowboys. That's what I liked about. That's like, a real artist. The mm-hmm. the first few Metallica records are like that too. Like everyone, <laughs> the sound is completely different. But that's the sound of every every good any good artist, and and you guys will know this. Mm-hmm. Any good artist worth their salt. Every time they produce something. They evolve. They become right. something else. Gets bigger. Metallica did it in the 80s. 
you know, every fucking album, every album, they got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It was like, how much fucking bigger can they get? Yeah. And they hit mass. critical mass. Yeah. Pantera did the same fucking thing. They would get bigger and bigger. It was just like every album. This, this, the sound of their guitars and but that's part of so it. The guitar is perfect. It was yeah. the organicness yeah. of the it. It was like it kept building. Yeah. Deep. yeah. The drums sound like he's in the bottom of a cave or something. It's just like but, thick. But, but don't you think, though, that they brought er- – like every one of their albums was like an evolution over the other albums. Oh, album. yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, and so everything evolved. So the bass sound, the vocals, the guitars, the drums. Everything got bigger and better and fatter and I mean, awesomer. The riffs, man. The I riffs mean, got crazier. Who the fuck? Dime was just like a he was a savant. Let's let's be honest. Dime wasn't Dime is not only a riff lord. We can all agree Dime is a riff lord, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. If Tony Alami is a riff god, then Dime is certainly a riff lord. Sure. But while not only a riff lord, he was a fucking riff savant. Yeah. Because he would come up with shit. It was kind of like, hey man. Throw some Hetfield and some ZZ Top in a blender, bro. See what you come up yeah, with. And that's, that's fucking what, what you like. got yeah, with Dime. Yeah, Every fucking time. And, and the song we just listened to, the main uh, verse rhythm, he's just chugging an E, yeah. but in a weird pattern. But it had that swagger yeah. to it. It yeah. had that kind of fuck yeah. you swagger. But then when it goes into the little Texas bridge swagger. before the chorus, it's like this weird bend and uh, like... It's hard for me to explain because I'm not as technical as I would like to be when it comes I to I think I know where speed. you're coming from. But explain it. I bet I, it, I think you're right. Well, he's doing these bends, and like I, I want to say he's using a tremolo to drop notes like during that riff. But it, it's it's fluid that you can't hear. He's dying, bro. You can't explain yeah. it. it it's, you it's can't like, hear where the pick hits and when the finger goes to the next string. It's just like all very it, fluid it's, and it's, very. It's, it's magic. It's Di- cool. Dime is like the yeah, dime cool. is the Doug Henning. Yeah. Of nineties metal. Let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. Go back and watch that video. He even had he the mustache. Seventeen years old, participating in like the. Uh, guitar contest of oh, the Van Halen contest back yeah. in the day because I know that was kind of his claim. Seventeen years old, A B A one. He won like four years. He was a, a fucking champion, dude. Yeah. He was a fucking god. That man is a blessing. That man is a blessing. Hashtag yeah, dime. Yes. All right. What we got next? Oh, next we got the first video. I think for the album before the album was I'm released. Broken. That is right. I am broken. Well, I think we're all broken, but the song is I'm broken. Oh yeah. What's up? What's up? Kicking in 1994. Pantera. I'm 
so good. Oh. So, so good. I love that breakdown riff groove they go into. Like, yeah. That, oh, it's like every time I hear it, it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, you, you can't get enough of this album. I feel like yeah. I'm going to come every time they do that. Like, every time they do that one riff. It's like, holy fuck. I could have done without the next song just because it breaks up the... What the good friends in a bottle of yeah. pills? Oh, just, so I weird. always it's, liked it. it was I so like what he up. says is so redneck, but it is it just, fucked it up. It breaks <laughs> up the whole thing, you know. Like it, it just it break. Like if you're listening to it, you're expecting just that. What we, you know, can, can I tell the, you something? The four songs that we just heard, you're expecting more of that. And it just kind of just, <laughs> nope. it just breaks it up, you know. <laughs> can I be Especially honest? Especially like with you? on a shuffle, you know, it's like. Can I be? Can I? Can I tell you something for real? This is real Wait, shit. And. Go. Okay. <laughs> For whatever reason, unless you've ever had an issue with the opioids, which are robot painkillers, by the way, opioids, opioids, unless you've ever, ever ever had a problem with it, if you've ever had an issue with it, that song makes a lot of fucking sense. It's just, I can't explain it. It's just twisted, but it, it, I'm it just, makes sense I, in context. I'm it's talking about up. the music of just it. Just the fucked upness not, of it. Yeah, it's just, it's not. It's not the same vibe as the rest of it. So right. it just it just it's like out of nowhere it just kind of throws you off. That's well, all. Well, I was reading about the wiki on it and it was talking about it and it was like they originally weren't going to do it cuz they were just kind of fucking around and I think Dime got one of these pedals and they were kind of screwing around with like the noise gate settings and shit. And they were just kind of grooving and fucking around and then Phil put words to it and the shit that he put to it blew their minds it's and they're like crazy, right? let's yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. Right. And if you guys have listened to Good Friends and a Bottle of Pills, it is a very, very dark song. But it's also fun. So check it out. Good Friends and a Bottle of Pills. <laughs> yeah. There's a gate and a like wing pedal there. <laughs> I like that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five string bass. This part's cool, and you expect it to just be something that it's going to go into something badass, and it never does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck your girl, <laughs> God damn. Wait for it. I fucked your girlfriend last night. I you snored and grueled. I fucked your love. Call me daddy and I called her baby and I smacked her ass. <laughs> I called her sugar when I ate her alive till daylight. I slept with her all over me from the forehead to rip cage. I dripped her ass. Sometimes I thought you might be spying, living out some fresh fantasy, but no, you were knocked out. But we were all knocked out, you know, in a way. Oh my goodness. That was totally different than anything they've done. That was batshit fucking crazy. When I first heard that, I was like, what the fuck? I know. You know what's crazy, dude? I did not really grasp that song until after I had my own little fun painkiller addiction experience. And then I totally got every bit of it, and it was funny as shit. Like, literally hysterical. It's funny for sure. It's fucking hysterical. (laughs) And that context is very hysterical. All the junkies out there, you will enjoy that song. But yeah, it's definitely a fucked up song. 
This is Hard Lines and Something Cheeks. It's a badass song, too. Also badass. Also a uh, predictor of future events. Check it out. Yes. they can make something so simple mm-hmm. like, so awesome like that was right just so fucking killer man and that's just the I intro don't, riff. I, don't know. I know i know that's, that's not just, even the rest of the song that's just the beginning you know what's weird i'm sitting I mean, there listening to that and i'm thinking for whatever reason i don't know my fucked up head but i'm like it reminds me of like comic books something like batman or i, I don't know i could kind of see that like yeah. the segue the build-up yeah. kind of of yeah. what's it's, coming it's just weird because it's very like, visual in 1987 or 8 yeah. If one of it just seems like if we had heard that by another band, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same. But w- yeah. what they do to that is just yeah. I, it had I, a I don't creepy know how to factor it, to it. It was yeah. like something about the way Dime did vibrato. Ass. It yeah. had that little bit of creepy to it, just to make it a little more e- a little more evilosity, yeah. if you will. Definitely slow, yeah. yeah. You don't hear many of those. No, I mean, it's a seven-minute-long song. It, well, it's got the creepy. It's. I think Pantera was essential at the whole creepy factor. Like the, it was like they took the Sabbathness and the Slayerness and made it even more creepiness. And those aren't all words, but <laughs> I just made them words. Words are words. They weren't all words, but some of them were words. Some slaughtered. Drums. 
It just fucking fires you up. Man. Oh yeah, damn! It's like put that on your workout mix. Right. Oh, I used to do that shit too. I would like go through all the Pantera shit. It's like workout mix, workout mix, workout mix. I had friends that didn't even listen to metal that would have Pantera in their workout mix. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how can you not? You just right. that's totally motivational. Which reminds me of like hate breed. Which I feel like at some point we need to do some hate breed shit. But that's a hashtag backshadowing, foreshadowing kind of some, thing. Uh, Foreskinning, 25 years. <laughs> Foreskinning? Yes, I love that tune. Foreskinning? <laughs> yes, I am proud of myself. Need more water and or alcohol. And or driver. don't want the song to end you know no but what's crazy is when it goes into that transition later in the tune like yeah. before it gets into like the 
the the literal Judas Priest kind of shout out, which I mean, let's be honest. There's ties between Pantera and Judas Priest. There's no that's all love there. So it's like, sure. of course they're gonna have some priest hail. Is that the is that the right way to say Ness. it? Ness. Priestness. Priest some priest hailness. Hailness. Hailness, that's it. See what happened was see Matt was drinking all of it because he was doing the litter. Shall we jump to the fun part? Yes, this oh. Not the oh, shit oh shit oh. shedding skin? I was gonna say, Are I don't you know if you're gonna join jump to the fun part of twenty five years. Scroll, son. Let's see if we can scroll. Scroll. Oh, yes. Here we go. fucking time so good you know it's funny i think when i got that when i got driven back in the day i think when i first heard that song it was kind of a grower because the beginning riff was like i had a weird thing with like the way pantera would some kind sometimes kind of half songs like they would do like one half of it would be yeah. heavy yeah and then maybe the next half would be fast i think some of the earlier shit was like that even the cowboy stuff yeah yeah but like that one, it was like the more I listened to it, the more I loved it. Because it was like you had all the balls and the heaviness and the fuck you in the beginning. And then you had like the speed and the heaviness and even more fuck you toward the end. Right. Because, you know, so good. with Phil, there's always maximum fuck you. Yes. Russell had to step away. To Frost. No, he's done for the day. Oh, he's done for the day? Yeah. Oh, he's done. Yeah, he had to, he had to bail. It's his birthday. and Tragically. Had plans and whatnot, so right on. Well, we will continue on without him. Shedding skin, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Even Phil can make breakup songs awesome. <laughs> Which that's that's yes. one of two awesome breakup songs in this album. Yes. For being real. That's a good one. But the next one I think is totally fitting with our current climate of things. Use me third arm. of the 90s because it was like Metallica took all that Nwabam shit and made it theirs that was literally a fucking death metal riff and Pantera basically made death metal that was fucking badass just then, what it was this next tune is one of my favorite 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 Pantera songs like all these songs too you can tell they're leading up to like they have a like they have just a tinge of trend killing them you know well it's the it's there's the aggression like, yeah it's that mounting aggression yeah. it's almost like like the way metallica did like that the way they got 
raw from the beginning, but they got more refined. It's like Pantera kind of did the same thing, but it was like they got they were raw, but then they got rawer. But then it was like their blade got <laughs> sharper, rawer. Rawer. <laughs> <laughs> rawer. No, that's not the phonetical spelling of roar. I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying though. Pantera got more and more heavy with each album, but it was like they also got more refined with each album. I can't. I mean, that trend kill to me is just that's like the apex. It's fucking badass. So fucking killer. Hashtag backshadowing slash foreshadowing that will be on the upcoming one of the future dives. But next, throws a projection. Send this out to your long distance dedication to your sweetheart. Phil had his fair share of heartbreak back in the day. And the way that song wraps up, even like at the end, it's just brutal. It's like, all right, you've completely destroyed me. You've torn everything out. Here it is. Fucking. That's what I always loved about Pantera. It's like they could always end their songs on a crescendo of hatred. <laughs> like, fuck <Right>. all of you. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. And this one's totally like that. And it's just, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to negate the end, but or wait, you've already you've already advanced, and he's like, "No, shut up, Jimmy. We're rolling. We're moving toward the end." Now, here's what's funny: 
before they did the Planet Caravan thing, I think they actually put like liner notes in the album, like basically telling people, don't freak the fuck out. We're not being a pussy band. Yeah, yeah. It's actually in the album. Yeah. I know. And it's kind of like, in a way, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, first of all, they're hailing to Black Sabbath. There's nothing wrong with that. There's never anything wrong with that. I don't give a shit who you are. Even if they were playing She's Gone, that would still be reasonable. Do you not agree? Yeah, it's it's weird. It's Sabbath. I know, but it's weird that they would have to that they feel that they felt like they would have to say that, you know. But in a way, don't you kind of feel like they sort of said that? Because I, f- I feel like the people that would have got it, and I'm sure I know you know what I'm talking about. The people that would have got it, that would have understood it, would never needed to have read that or seen that because they would have understood it. The people who were on the fence needed to see that. So I think for me, I think that was the message for like the Pantera fans that were almost there. They weren't quite ready to jump in the deep end yet, but they were like, all right, I think that's what that explanation was for. Because I think the real Pantera fans, knowing that it was a Black Sabbath cover, it's Black Sabbath. It's an automatic pass. There's no need for yeah, well, further debate. And it was badass. So exactly, I, it's weird that they thought that they needed to say that you know this is not the direction that we're going. So calm down. We're still going to be heavy and, <laughs> and, and, and badass. You it know? is kind of ridiculous. It's like really, y'all had to fucking say that. It, it says it has nothing to do with the integrity of our direction. But you know how metal fans are, Bill. They're it's an awesome song that we want to do. We dig it. If you don't, don't fucking listen to it. Finical. That's a new word. It's like finicky and cynical. It's finical. These fans are finical. That's basically what it is. Well, you know, it's like when whenever anybody does, like I'm sure when Metallica did Nothing Else Matters, everybody's like, oh my God, they're sellouts. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's like, you know what? They're fucking artists. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, and you can like it or not. Yeah, don't or don't. But in my mind, as soon as anybody, anybody, any fucking body who bought this album and saw the Black Sabbath credit. I was happy. I was like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. That extra addendum that they added in the liner notes didn't even need to be needed. It no. was like, that. that's all you needed to see. Black it Sabbath was attached to it. That's all you need to fucking see. It didn't need to be needed. It didn't need to be needed. <laughs> not even. Not even. It did not even need to be not needed. Even. <laughs> not even. What? Well, shall we? Shall we close out? I, th- I think we could close this up a little bit. Thank you everybody enjoyed it we shall return until the next until the next nerd out nerd out and thank you and good night
Yeah, to listen to Planet Caravan on weed. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I was gonna do something totally different. I was gonna be like Christopher Walken, like that's my third album. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, we totally fucked that up. We meant to like totally end the show on Planet Caravan and make it all fancy, but yeah, that was far beyond driven. Thank you so much for listening. That was our Far Beyond Driven album dive. Enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Until the next, we thank you. Later. And good night. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, They are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs>